Did you catch um, Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion? No. Ooh, girl, I have not watched. Sunday and yesterday were rough for me. And I actually forgot all about it <clears throat> until you just mentioned it. Was it good? It's drama. I'll okay. say that. It's good, but it's it's actually annoying. It's drama that I don't want to see. You know, I'm okay. so tired. Okay. I don't know what to do with her miserable ass. <laughs> okay. She got to go. She has to go. She's had a good run. It's been over a decade. Farewell, ta-ta. But no, her attitude is disgusting. Yeah. Girl, she done unfollowed Cynthia. She unfollowed everyone, I think, except Marlo. Or she did unfollow Marlo, but she followed Marlo back or whatever. She's up there coming for Cynthia, calling her and her, her man pathetic and... I'm just like, you have literally no loyalty to nobody because Cynthia does nothing but kiss your ass Always. all day. Always. Why are you mad at Cynthia? And salute to Cynthia for not kissing Nini's ass. She was just like, you know what? It is what it is. If we fall out over this, bitch, we fall out. So <laughs> Cynthia like, had a backbone? She, like, she actually was like, what the? Ooh, I think it has to do with her man. Of course. She got a, she got a man. She don't give She's a like, damn. Uh, I am happy. I'm getting some good dick. Good dick, okay? She uh, don't give a damn about okay. Nene's ass. And it's like, people have been giving her passes. They've been trying to be there for her. They know she's stressed. You know, Greg has cancer, whatever. But damn, she don't even give Greg passes. Like, yeah. he's the yeah. one with the damn disease. You keep complaining about how you have to support him and you want a divorce. Yeah. I'm just like... <sighs> Girl, she never, in my opinion, Nene never was with Greg for the right reasons, all right? We already know he was super um, older than her. He had money when she didn't. When she got popping is when she divorced his ass. When she got less popping is when she remarried his ass. And now he's sick and she want to leave his ass. You (laughs) You tell me. Whitney, you just dropped... <laughs> I've been watching Housewives from the beginning. That's the one. That's the only Housewives show I've ever watched, and I've seen the trends. You just dropped a load, sister. If she saw this right now, ooh, she would be. Ooh, I hope her overly emotional ass does see it, Nene. I hope you do see it and retweet it, and all of the above. And I love you, girl. I've been supporting you for a while. Okay. <laughs> But you try but your to attitude's up. out of control. You're damn near 20 years older than me and you're acting 20 years younger. It's a problem. <laughs> so you've covered that quite well. <laughs> you watch it and tell me what you mean. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to watch it. Well, well, did you watch the closet episode where she tripped out because everybody was in her closet? I did. Uh... What the fuck do you think was in her closet? Why was she acting like that? I guess, or any space, not even my closet, but I'm going to just say a room that maybe I didn't want you in there and I knew the cameraman was going to now then follow you back there to actually take footage. I don't know. It could be whatever, it, whatever reason. I don't want y'all to see that room. It may not be because, you know, a ghost is in there. It could just be because it's a hot fucking ass mess a couple of minutes while they were back there she was like marlo go marlo 
go get them. Please go she get them. Because she was laughing. <laughs> yeah, but Nini was laughing, girl. She was not. She didn't get. She was not an emotional wreck for the first couple of minutes. They were already in the closet. So it wasn't like she was, to me, it wasn't like she was infuriated that they went in the closet. It was only at the point when the cameraman, as you see that cameraman walk back there was when she got up and was like, get the, I watched it like three or four times. And I was like, okay, it's gotta be because they were about to film what was back there. She didn't care that they were back there because they had already gotten back there. She was like, Marlo, go get them. Go get them, yeah. Marlo. Go grab them, Marlo, before I act up. You know, she was- And that's the fool. that's my thing. You can't get mad at them for not thinking you're that serious when you were laughing at first. Sure. Like, they were already in the closet when you started acting crazy. So, yeah. You should have from the beginning been like, no, because the cameraman's gonna go in there. Now shut my door. Or whatever, like been serious from the jump, so they know not to fucking play with you. Right, right. But, so yeah, I you know I just think that she's going through a lot, and she hurt people, hurt people. You tend to you know push away the people that are with around you the most, the hardest, which is fucked up. I'm not making excuses for her because I feel like I feel like there is a constant kind of like how I feel about Tamar. As much as we love her or have loved her to a fault, it's she is she, there's it's no secret that she's annoying as fuck and has been for a long time. It's yes. just in a different degree now versus then because certain things have become more more like just worse. So Did I you, think have you seen that as well? Hmm. Did you see the new season? No, of uh, Braxton. No, I hadn't even seen that girl. I work. I rarely watch TV. I need to get back into it. But um, yeah, they've all been popping up on my YouTube, girl. You know I don't watch regular TV, right? But they're back, and this this actually looks. I was against them coming back, but it looks good. It's almost like they had to come back because they have so much shit going on right now. Um, yeah. like it it shows what's uh not Tracy. Um, it shows Trina handling with the news about you know her ex husband. I hate that. Oh, um, oh, she just looks so broken up. Uh, I still Girl. can't believe he's gone. Cause like he's, he's been on the show for so long up until he yeah. wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think also too because we didn't know, and this is where you know entitlement comes in for the viewers because we it's like know. we didn't even know he had cancer, and then he just dies. You know, yeah. like we we shouldn't have known if he didn't want us to know we shouldn't yeah. have known and we should be okay with that but i think the fact that with reality tv you just expect you feel that, like you should know you have this entitlement feeling like oh how like you know why didn't they share this or you know that kind of thing so it's very yeah. sad very very sad it is um, yeah so i'll have to I'll, i have some things i need to catch up on um did you watch yeah. the shy I watched half of it. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I watched half of it. Um, the f- first, let me ask you this. Was it good? Was the first episode good? Yeah. Because half of it has been just okay for me. I got okay. up to the point where uh, the lady, I'm trying to think of a monumental piece so I got to the point basically where he got his truck stolen 
and he got his gun back from his stepdad, you know, and when I say he, the main guy, what's his name? Jason Mitchell that plays, uh, what's his name? I forget his name in there. Okay. Well, Brandon. Brandon. Brandon, Brandon, he got his truck stolen, which I thought was very fucked up. <laughs> but it is a very real thing. I'm sure that's a real as hell thing because I've had it plenty of times where I get something and I've worked hard for it and then fucking something comes and you be like, God damn, can I have something? Can I have something? <laughs> yeah, you've had some bad luck, man. Just some bad luck. So, but um, I actually, I'm probably- Yeah, that's like the first 10 minutes, so you haven't seen anything. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, to me, the kids are the best part of that show, and they still are this season. That's like my favorite little storyline is with the three kids. I mean, I saw them boxing, boxing, and they seemed to be like they made up. That's what they needed to do to make up was fight it out. You know. Yeah. That was cool. It's but. very. It has a very very shocking ending, and it just makes me feel like this season's gonna be real unpredictable. Um. So, like, already first episode, I was just, like, I almost couldn't even stand to watch the ending. It was so shocking. Um, so, yeah, finish that. And let me know, because I actually want us, uh, to my podcast listeners, for those who do watch The Shy, which comes on Showtime, I believe on, like, Sundays or Mondays. I don't Sundays. know. Sundays. You can get the Showtime app for like $7 a month. You can get the free trial if you want to just check out the show, The Shy. Um, this is by writer Lena Waithe. And she's super popular right now. She's like one of Hollywood's brightest writers and she's black. So Love support her. everything she has going on. She already, like she wrote like what, Boomerang? Um, mm-hmm. Haven't watched that, but it got I renewed. Watched it so. either. And I won't comment on it because I haven't watched it and I don't want to taint it with my opinion because, you know, I'm biased. Yeah. But it, but from the previews that I've seen, it, it hasn't drawn me to watch it. That's what I'm saying. Like, so even though I haven't watched it, I've still seen mm-hmm. a lot of the previews and it's, I'm still not, I've even seen extended clips and I'm just not in. I don't know how I got into the shy. Cause I put a few people on the shot. I think I, I told a few people about the shy. But I don't know how I found out about it, but from episode one, I was hooked. And I just feel like most of her shows are like that. Um, I love the shy. I like it or not. So. Yeah, I didn't know she had anything other than the shy before. Like, obviously now I know she has Boomerang, but before that I didn't know. Like, um, I heard about her because of the shy, and um, you know, I was hooked. Like you said, first episode, I thought it was beautifully written, shot. I felt it was very Chicago. I have ton and ton of family members in Chicago. Oh, um, I've yeah. never been to Chicago. You've never been to Chicago? I've been in the airport for a layover. Ooh, gonna get you to Chicago, girl. Yes, it's so Love cold. It. I'd have to go. It through. is cold. You gotta go in the. I mean, go in the summer or go. Um, summer. And like, then I need to go with someone who knows where I'm going because I ain't trying to be like on the wrong side of town. Oh well, yeah, just stay from Southside. But a lot of my family members live in Southside <laughs> Chicago. So. <laughs> I mean, we stay though on Michigan Avenue, which is downtown. It's a very very popular um downtown's just beautiful and got all the nice happening spots but i also go to Southside chicago for the good food joints right so you know it's chicago's beautiful though it's it's dope it's chicago so um but yeah so i thought it was beautifully written i thought it was beautifully shot acting was the bomb um so yeah i'm anxious i'm glad to know that there is a shocking twist um 
and I plan on continuing to watch it. I just, yeah, you know. But. So what I was originally saying for for those who do want to watch and already do watch, um, I'm just telling Mia about this now. I want Mia and Mia to review the shy every episode, um, and have that series on YouTube. So. For those Come who are interested, subscribe to our YouTube. Homework. And- I didn't even really knew I was going to walk up in on. Okay. Well, I had told you, I sent you the homework, girl. You did, girl. You <laughs> I did. sent you the video and everything. Girl, you did. You did it. I sent it to Marlon. I passed it off on him. Um, oh, because Showtime, they're super smart. They're getting savvy. They know that no one has cable anymore. So as promotion, they released the very first episode of the new season on YouTube for free for everyone to watch get hooked and then go ahead and like either purchase showtime or buy the app so yeah so everybody can go on youtube and just watch the first episode for free if you want to all right now let me let me get my little two cents in about my show that's coming up on sunday april Ooh, hold on <laughs> work with me stay with me stay with me april 14th We've got Game of Thrones. Game oh, yeah. of Thrones. I've been seeing Season, last final season begins this Sunday. There's only six or seven episodes, um, of which each of those episodes are extended episodes. So they w- we will get a full, like an hour and a half um, instead of the hour. God but- damn, an hour and a half an episode? But we're only getting six episodes. Y'all really do not want this fucking show to end. We're only getting six to seven episodes, Whitney. Girl, that's six to seven movies. (laughs) Like, what? Nine minutes? This is is a big deal, okay? For those not- Anyone who watches Game of Thrones is, like, obsessed. I I have to figure it out. You have to watch it. If I can just get past the first episode. I'm telling you. I'm (laughs) Telling you, and I would love when I come to LA that maybe we can watch it so that way I can be with you and we can watch it together and I can like encourage you through it because I, to be honest with you, and I'm being totally transparent, the first episode I had to watch like three times because I couldn't get through it. So the first time I watched it, I like fell asleep, so I didn't get through it. The second time I watched it, I just I don't know what happened. And the third and time shocking because you just be done when you're done if you don't get it you don't get it and you don't go back you get it but the thing about I think what it was for me was since so many people including my then fiance at the time and my neighbors were having all these parties and this crave about Game of Thrones and women that was my thing these women women because when I think of medieval I'm like oh guys it's a guy you know whatever but these women were so obsessed and women of color at that I'm like, what is it about this show? And so now I get it. 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 And I cannot wait. I want to have a party. Like we're not going to at my house, but I'm going to go to my neighbor's house. (laughs) Wow. So yeah. Covering Game of Thrones within our podcast, touching on some highlights. I won't bore uh board. Yeah, I don't know if our listeners watch Game of Thrones. Girl. Every time I post about it on our um Instagram, my whole, put it this way, my, my whole Facebook, like I have probably five hundred Facebook friends, which is not a lot because I constantly delete whatever. 
but um delete people girl i delete girl i have one time shout I out to deleting motherfuckers off your social girl, at one point, you know well in college i had like two I just deleted friends. a motherfucker today i had like two thousand friends in college and now and then i had literally just cut so many people because i was like you know what this is weird like girl everyone can get weird. and so now i'm down to about 500 so that easily can get cut to 250 um but what i'm saying is that of all 500 i put swear like 300 watch game of thrones i mean it is that big of a deep like it's 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 just crazy how many people i get no love on instagram but i feel like facebook is a different demographic girl on my instagram i posted something yesterday i my dm is lit up from people like, oh my God, did you hear about the soundtrack? Did you hear da 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 da? Like they are, they are, they go harder than yeah. me. I just I'm think our people. listeners don't because every time I post it, <laughs> I get no engagement, no likes, no nothing. I'm telling you, these people watch Game of Thrones. That's true. Just not our listeners. Is Bruh, all. Our listeners watch Game of Thrones. I'm trying to tell not you. Not our Instagram listeners. Presenting the findings. Listeners, if y'all watch Game of Thrones, let us know. Let us know, but I'm Comment. still going to be speaking on it. And why y'all fake asses be watching my posts and not liking it and commenting <laughs> <laughs> if you watch Game of Thrones? Girl, they listen. I'm just trying to tell you. It's that big of a deal. So we'll see. But yeah, I'll be reporting on that as well. It's only about six times because again, we don't get a lot. We don't get a lot of episodes this season. Uh but I'm so scared. Oh, well, don't, don't, oh God, you can't do spoilers because. No, I'll wait. Like, so if it, so this Sunday, I won't say anything about it until like two weeks. Like I'll, I'll wait before I just. Well, yeah, I don't watch it. So it don't matter, but I will go back and watch it once it's all done. Oh, it'll take you a long, t- well, no, it took me about two weeks because it's seven seasons. Yeah, I like doing it like that. That I, that's how I got on like Breaking Bad. I yeah, had like two I watched vacation. Bad. I watched every single one of those episodes and I never thought I'd like that show. And it was so good. Breaking Bad. Yes. It Damn, was that was a good, good show. I love that show. I love that show. Mm-hmm. So um the the other thing I wanted to touch on quickly um was the did you hear about August Alcina and Jada? Oh P- yeah, I wanted to talk about that too. Did you? Okay, so that he him and Jada broke up so did you so what do you okay so for our listeners that don't know August Alcina I think he came out with a song right and he he remixed Kehlani's Nanya song and then he referenced some stuff that alluded to so he had a video of a video that went viral and it was like a stream of like DM no it's a stream of like text messages text messages and within the text messages now there's a few keys so the name on the text message um, thread is Jada Pinkett's middle name. Okay. Correct. Now, yes. Now he already had been rumored to be messing around with Jada. There's a lot of very odd pictures been floating around. Plus he left her some questionable shout outs on his Instagram talking about like, you know, you're the love of my life, like all types of weird shit that people said, hey, it's just platonic. They helped him get through abuse, drug abuse, whatever. But people have since seen that they have unfollowed each other. Jada Pinkett has been posting some weird videos talking about people getting in their feelings. And then Al Alcina drops this video with her name, her middle name, 
as the person he's texting and it's basically going back and forth like people in a relationship and saying he's cutting her off and then he uses a freaking jada pinkett gif as one of like the the text that he sends in the video so it's just a lot of clues and shit like that people have just been putting two and two together and realized that they are now not together anymore and now august alcina seems to be in his feelings And I so, think what they're they're in an open relationship, right? I we all oh know. Oh yeah, I, I, I. I Jada, so. My thoughts on that, as far as her marriage with Will Smith, <laughs> that didn't even come into play because they've <laughs> already put that out there. Like, you know, it is what it is. So, but as far as it relates to August Alcina, I definitely think. Something has happened <laughs> between them because at first of the red table talk when he was on there and she gave him a platform to be open with his drug addiction and you know all of that kind of stuff. Um, I was like, oh, okay, so this is like a um, intervention. Like, <laughs> intervention, but it was more so like her as like a friend, like mom ish not true mom but just more monthly, like relationship um and then I had read in the blog comments you know people had back then when this was happening or this interview happened um or the show whatever you want to call it people had their own ideas of that too because you know people be reading between lines and whatever not I just again from my high level overview of the conversation I was like oh this is very nurturing motherly i'm glad she has he has her in her his corner during these rough times type thing then this comes out and i'm like okay jada you were helping i believe him i'm be honest absolutely i think i I didn't do that though he may be in his feelings about whatever the case is but you only in your feelings when you have something in your feelings about. So, yeah, I think this is his way of like getting back at her because clearly she probably wanted to keep it low key. And this is his way of telling the world, but not telling the world, you know? That's what I think. The song's fire, though. The song's I need to listen. Good. I need to listen to it. There's <laughs> that cute little there- song. Uh, there's another song that, um, not him, but Jacquees, uh, girl, did you see LMA and Jacquees going back and forth at it today on Shade Room? No, girl. Oh my gosh. LMA is still in her feelings about Jacquees singing Trip. She need to let that go. Oh, I guess he was at a Tory Lanez show and, uh, Jacquees got asked on stage and the DJ played the boot up song so he's saying like a few bars of it and LMA got on there or LMA posted a tweet and was like oh so sad I'd be so sad if I got brought on stage and all I had was someone else's song to sing oh so I she, saw that tweet but then at the time it was posted the uh, shade room was like who y'all think she was talking about okay so she's talking yeah. about so they they of course the shade room detectives pulled the goddamn <laughs> concert footage maybe okay everything 
so Jacquees's boo, Dreezy, I think her name's Dreezy. She's like a little rapper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she hops in the comments. She adds LMA and was just like, you need to humble yourself, girl. He was asked to sing that song. He's not making money off of it. He, he's platinum and <laughs> she just starts saying all types of shit. You better stand for your man, honey. Yes. And then Jacquees just hopped in and said, you know, God bless you, LMA. Good luck with your future. So he was just taking the high road, I guess. Classy, classy. But I'm just like, girl, just chill out, okay? You've been famous for five minutes. You're you're doing very well for yourself. Take it as honor. Kind of like just singing your song for free at this point. So just take it as a compliment. Homage. They're playing. They're paying homage to you. It's a beautiful song right he's not getting money from it anymore so why are you so salty i don't know i just think she bless her heart um <laughs> hopefully she continues to remain relevant with good news that's what i'm saying she needs to be thinking her lucky star- stars that people are singing her shit no she needs to be trying to work on album number two and actually push it out because the way these uh the way the world is now when it comes to records you may have and a today, great record but that shit is the summer fling and by winter we on to something totally different so oh, girl i gotta get me one i gotta get I'm me just one. Saying, we don't we don't allow the music to bake us through for the full year anymore we oh. don't we are a hot pocket microwave society now like get them in get them out we need a new we need some new lyrics we need some new captions we need God damn. It looked like if your name ain't fucking Cardi B, Ariana Grande, or goddamn Drake, yeah. your shit's in and out. You're in and out. 2.5 seconds. Girl, period. Period. So, I didn't make the game. And it she, is what it is. And she did what she was supposed to do. She rolled that boot up record for as long as she could. Girl, and don't nobody want to hear goddamn boot up no more. People are tired <laughs> of boot up. Boot up. Like, people. Listen, it was I, a bop when it was a bop, but now we're done. Definitely, I love when people say it was a bop. It's a bop. It's a bop. It when bop. it was now, they were playing that song in the club. Yes, when you know your R and B shit's a bop, they playing yeah. it in the club, girl. But so yes, get your life. On to the next. On to the next. Uh, Fifty Cent and Tierra Marie. Are we wanting them to just fucking get it over with at this point? Girl, I really don't understand what's happening. I really haven't been following that. I know something about she she owes him some money or something for a false claim or uh, yeah. I haven't been following it. I haven't either. I've just been following the back and forth between 50 because he's very ruthless. I would hate to be on 50's bad side. I'm going to be honest with you. Girl. Um, I would completely kiss his ass and be all up in his ass um, for the sake of I just don't want to be on his bad side um but yeah originally some kind of claim she made um about him doing something or whatever the case is and she lost because he sued her and she lost so he wants all of his court costs along with whatever else that he was asking for and she has to pay a total of around thirty thousand dollars I think something around something like that so for it feels like the last year they have been bickering like old right. two lovers that have I'm like are they exes? I'm so confused. I don't are think they? so. I don't think so, but the way that they bicker and the way that he is constantly like bitch better have my money and she's like nigga I ain't got your money and you ain't gonna get it. Like I ain't got it. 
She's like, I ain't got it. You ain't going to get it. Matter of fact, I'm putting this on a t-shirt because what you ain't understanding is you are not getting this check, honey. Okay? This check. So, and he's basically like, bitch, you better go suck some dick to get me my check. Oh, so, God. Bitch, you're too old for this shit. It's just, it's comical at this point. I'm really tired of seeing it because one thing that I am a little irritated about, if I'm, I'm always going to be honest on here, but I always say if I'm honest. But one thing I'm so irritated about with people is that they ha- feel the need to post text messages and, um, like things that they could just call somebody over like it's one thing to be on social media and you do things for validation you may take all the selfies you want to do you may even write something uh because it's your anniversary to your person and it's like this long beautiful message I can even get with that but if it is text messages or a conversation that you want to have on live for us all to view in on um between two people that are arguing you should hash it out that is by far where I am like enough. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why do we feel the need? And I don't even feel the need to even go into the psyche of why we feel the need to do it. Just stop doing it. Like, if you guys sent a text, I could see if you were trying to prove a point. Like, this bitch said that I have a sex dungeon and that I rape women like Candy and Portia. You know, that whole thing. And it's like, bitch, Portia... You gonna sit here and try to put me out, bitch? This was you talking about you want to lick my ass and da 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 da. I could see you trying to do that because one, you tried to out me to the world, and so now I've got to pull up the receipts. But just to be showing text messages and threads between two people or trying to have a argument on live, you know that's happened between Omarion's ex-wife or ex-girlfriend and. Monice or whatever the case is I mean I'm just saying like I've seen it more than once where I'm like I don't get it but um but yeah as far as 50 and Tierra I'm just tired of seeing it yeah I mean I'm tired I mean because all they're doing is I don't have it you better find it again I told you I don't have it bitch I ain't gonna tell you no more you know that's all it is that's all it is so and we wouldn't even know. I I damn sure wouldn't even know about it if Shade Room wasn't posting it. So stop and fucking Because I don't follow Tierra Marie. <laughs> I don't. I used to follow Fifty Cent, and I just don't anymore because of the energy. Sometimes that he. I don't follow Fifty Cent. He's ignorant. He's. I mean, he's still a legend. I still bang. Uh, get rich or die trying in my car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, I'm not gonna follow him. That was that was uh my sophomore year oh girl that song yep sophomore year in high school that shit because i'm a motherfucking p-i-m-p-e-o yeah i just hit after hit after hit on that song on that album hit after hit was it um but you never pop nothing i used to ride to school to go shawty it's your birthday every day Go shawty. Shout out Nicole, Shaida, all my little go. Northwest High School carpoolers. You know. You know what's up? <laughs> back in the yeah, old. Girl, that's what I'm saying. Back in the heyday, girl, I was something else. Uh, my mama had to move me here. Reckless. Um Reckless. Reckless. <laughs> I man, I just don't know what these kids, this next generation, gonna be. 
God bless them. God bless them. For real. It's all about the parents, man. Don't let this social media raise your kids. Shit. It's a lot of shit on here. A lot of my friends, their kids have social media accounts already at 9, 10, 11, 12. Carter, my son's been begging me for a social Mm -hmm. media account. And I'm like, fuck no. Did you give him an age? No. No. You don't get on social. Because I don't know yet. You know, I don't know yet. I don't need to think about it yet because as soon as I say 13, gonna happen. it's like when we were growing up and it's like, well, when are you going to get a cell phone? Like, yeah, I like, when I was 13, I, I got mine when I was, thir- I got my crazy to think like my mom's like, I can't believe y'all kids have cell phones. And, but it's like, it's the way of the world. It's the way of the world. <laughs> but one thing that I do realize is that I don't, as a parent, I don't have to conform to that. Um, one thing that I do understand though, is that if I am too strict, he will find a way to do it anyway. I'm scared as fuck. So I probably have my kid with a cell phone at like three. Like, I just want you to learn how to use the phone. I want you to like, be able to call me. I want to always be able to call you. Oh, they will. They learn that shit faster than their ABCs. Uh, but I'm gonna get my kids a Disney mobile phone. Disney mobile. You can call three numbers. You can go on one site, they Disney. The watch, they have them on watches now where you can program, you know, the oh. numbers. You can call auntie, grandma, and mommy and daddy. That's it. You, you know, can limit you- the websites. You can limit the apps. Oh, oh, yeah. You can do all of it. Um, yeah. You can be as limited as you want to be. Um, but, yeah, I I don't know the age. I, I, I'm not even going to think about that yet. Have uh, you talked to him as to why? Yes. Okay. And I've told him for so many reasons. I'm like, one, you have your mm-hmm. whole life on social media. Um, I feel like being a kid oh. is such a tender time. And you are an adult far longer than you are a kid. Right. And if social media was a space for all great things, then sure. Uh, but it's not. I said, you there's a lot of stuff on there that's happening that you just don't have any business viewing, seeing, needing to know about anything like that. And I said, you, you're too young for Quite frankly, you're too young for social media. Um, hell it ruins adults. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of adults that cannot handle social media, um, for various reasons. There's, there's scientific facts behind depression anxiety jealousy enviousness uh you know you gotta know who you are on social media you have to and as a kid you don't know who you are as Mm -hmm. a kid you're impressionable as a kid you um are in the process of developing who you will be later on and Mm -hmm. so for all these outside influences to be in this one device at your fingertips right now you don't need to have access to that no Go outside and play. Go get a book. Go lay down. Yeah. Yep. I mean, some, unfortunately, I mean? I'm sure there's kids in his school or whatever who do, you know. Yeah, my best friend, her daughter has a cell phone. Now, again. Yeah. So I he will probably see on other people's phones and shit, but he won't have his own, which is. And again, if I find out you, because he has a cell phone, he got a cell phone when he was nine, 
not by choice. This was because of a situation that happened and that it yeah. had, I had to get him a cell phone um, for, contact. I would, yeah. I, for contact purposes. Um, I would have waited even on that for another few years because he just didn't need a cell phone because I don't send him with random people. Like he's, if he's not with me, he's with this person, this person, this person. Um, anyway, he has a cell phone, but I've told him if I find out, I can't control and monitor your every move. I can't do it. It's unrealistic. But if I find out that you have done something that you're not supposed to, you find out you're talking to people you don't need to be talking to, or find out you have social media accounts, you won't have a phone. Period. There's other things that can be taken away to make your life miserable. Because I need you to understand that everything you do have is a privilege. I don't have to allow you to play this game. We don't have to allow you to, to do this. We don't have to allow you to eat the type of food that you eat nope. as far as luxury. All I'm provided to do or required to do is to put food on your table. They didn't say what kind. They didn't say crab legs tonight. They didn't say that shit. They didn't say no juice. They didn't say no Capri Sun juice. They said I am Water. <laughs> Water. Okay. Water. So oh, I can't even imagine what it's like to have a kid right now. Girl, we can make this as nice and easy as you need it to be or as miserable as you need it to be. Because listen, one thing I can promise you is I'm not going to get tired. I ain't going to get tired of whooping your ass. I ain't going to get tired of punishing you. You going to get tired. I'm sure I hope you get tired because you're going to feel about that. Because a lot of parents now, new school parents and black and white, let's keep it clear, not even just white people but a lot of new school parents black parents they not whooping their children they don't believe in spanking their kids or beating their kids or whatever you want to call it they're not doing it yeah i don't believe in that i don't believe in <laughs> i don't believe in i'm sorry now i don't believe in just beating your kids yeah 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 you know, like I, I do think that there's yeah, that's a, it's a thin line between there's a thin line between abuse and absolutely you know, giving a reprimand to something that they knew better. And there are things that for in my household that require an ass whooping. There are some things that don't require ass whooping. There's levels to it. You see what I'm saying? There's levels. And it's kind of like in the real world. I consider it that way. I consider it when I go to work, there are, there's a code of conduct. You know, some things I don't need to be given a first or second warning uh, or, you know, a verbal a written and then termination. Some things are so severe that I just get fired. You know, right. something right. you don't need. You I there need is an you. age. Okay. First of all, who can give the ass weapons? Just you? Yes. Okay. Dad? Yes. And then everybody else, no. TT, grandma, his uncle. And what age do you think? I, I, I think my last whooping was at age 11 or 12. Hmm. I think I was like 11 or 12. I really didn't get that many whoopings because you could just literally yell at me and I would bust out in tears. Like, I was that kid. So, like, you didn't even need to hit me because I'm already being fucking tears just mm -hmm. getting mad at me. Yeah. <laughs> I was so sensitive. I think there is a case-by-case -case basis. Right. Because you've got some 11-year-olds that are 
looking like 40 year olds, you know, dudes, <laughs> big, low, you know, there's a lot of variables that come in. It's not 40 year old. <laughs> now, let me say this. Even if they do look like 40 year olds by their way of their weight, size, whatever the case is, it's important. One thing that I've learned, especially for black boys, women too, girls too, but girls innately, most girls innately are more, um, we're more connected to our emotions. We're more connected, not all, but I'd like to think a lot of us are naturally women, just more emotional, you know, so we could just be given that look or, you know, raise your voice and then you're just bust out in tears. Or Boys are different. It, Absolutely. Or you feel it different than a boy who could be the same way up until whatever age, nine, eight, 12, to where if you've never instilled fear in them, like if they're not afraid of you and not afraid of you in the sense, no, I, I want them to be afraid of me. They got to fear um, you. And so you got to fear your you parents. You got to fear your parents. I feel like that's the key to a decent human being. That's the key to a decent human being. You have parents that you fucking fear because when they, when these people, these kids turn into adults, walk out of these doors and don't fear anyone, not even their parents. They don't fear the law. They don't fear civilians. They don't fear a fucking gang member. They don't fear nobody. It all starts with the parents. Yes. And that's just basically where I leave it at. And, um, and that age, that, that fear will carry them through um, where ass whoopings are no longer valid because it's like, yeah. you know, we, I, we've all heard or said, you know, my mama, she still will whoop my ass. Like Girl. my dad, you know, my whatever, whatever. And I'm 32. But what I'm, I guess, you know, we joke and say that even if they're underlying, there is some seriousness to that. My point is, is that I don't necessarily think it's necessarily an age because I feel like each kid is different. That I think a consistent thing is, is just making sure you instill that fear and that parent. You obviously want to be your child's friend, you know, in the sense of allowing them to want to be able to come and talk to you about certain things that maybe in another household they see like, oh, damn, they can't talk to their parents about shit because of whatever. Um, But at the same time, you want to have a friendship to a certain extent but yet you still need to have that i am your parent i am your authoritative i deserve a different level of respect and if i find out like you need to know those kids need to be at school be like oh yo you do what to your mama daddy oh if i did shit if i did that that's what you want that's what i would consider good parenting is when your kid is not around you and they're not behaving like they wave you know they're not perfect just in your eyes but when they're away from you and they're telling their friends like hey bro you need to chill out i mean i ain't even if i did that in my household shit Uh you know that type of conversation is when i feel like that's some good ass parenting I i remember growing up just being utterly shocked because i had nothing but white friends like for my first like 10 years mm-hmm. until fifth grade, I was like one of three black kids in the schools. All my friends was white. They had huge houses, nannies and maids and shit in yep. Potomac. And girl, I, I mean, I would go to their houses. I mean, they would cuss their parents out. I'm talking about mom, you're acting like such a bitch. Like <laughs> just didn't give a fuck. And that was, was me. Like, I was living in two worlds. I was living in two fucking different worlds. That was me. I lost my identity for, <laughs> I lost my identity for a while. 
until I, my sophomore year when I went to a black, quote unquote, predominantly black school. But my oh. whole life, my whole life, I was at white schools, predominantly white schools and white neighborhoods that had these rich uh, white people and their their kids were, you know, given the world, like I've mentioned before, you know, we go to the mall, their parents give them $200 for a shirt. My mom gives me $25 for a shirt and I've been not asked twice for 30, you know, and it's just like, you know, and for a second I would, for a long while I treated my mom like shit because I felt like I've seen this happen in these other households and um, I got away with it, you know, in a sense where I wasn't afraid of my mom. It got to the point where I was like, what are you gonna do? Whoop me? You know that kind of conversation. Oh, you you she didn't whoop you? No, she did. But oh. I think at a certain age, again, when you don't have that fear and you know that the whooping is just gonna be temporary, it's gonna be a temporary. It's gonna hurt like shit. But once Shh. that's over, I never spoke to Debbie like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You met my mom though. Shit, don't nobody want to talk to her. Yeah, and so my mom, and so, and so my mom, she just was a different creed you know my sister she's totally opposite of me she's super angelic she but she also had my grandparents uh oh okay raised her and kind of molded her I grew up very very spoiled self-centered selfish my mom didn't say no to me she did say no to me I threw a temper tantrum at 14 who throws temper tantrums in the mall at 14 um, wow. and so then I got to a predominantly black school where, you know, it was the hood and, uh, I just realized, oh, wow. But I also felt like I fit right in, not because it was hood, but what I'm saying is, is that, cause not everybody there just cause it was in the hood and all that kind of stuff. Not everybody there was, what am I trying to say? Poor or whatever you, someone would think that a school like that would be mostly, um, I just felt like I fit right in, hence HBCU. I felt like I fit right in. Like, I actually don't even like to be around. If I'm around too many white people, I actually get really uncomfortable um, now in my in my adult years. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. But I gave my mom hell. That's why I tell her now. I'll be like, mom, I'm so sorry. I get it. I apologize. I get it. I, I didn't mean to. You know, and hell, shoot, my friends, they would be trying to leave their million-dollar homes to come to my, you know, $200,000 townhome because their parents were fighting and kind of chaos. And I'm like, what y'all trying to come over here for? I'm trying to go over y'all house. I didn't let my friends know where I lived until maybe fourth or fifth grade because I was so embarrassed by, like, what I had versus what they had. Like, this is, like building my character at this point at such a young age but I just already knew I didn't have nowhere near what they had and I was just more so like oh I'm going to your house like Mm -hmm. nobody's coming over my house like yeah (laughs) my single mom my aunt my grandma downstairs and my little cousin like (laughs) in a two-bag like no um (laughs) they loved it they loved it because they would be at in those big houses and their parents weren't home nobody was there you know what I'm saying it'd be like the nanny and then their friend or you know but my house everybody is fucking squeezed into a small space being loud as fuck and they just loved it so and I'm an only child by the way but somehow I got raised like I 
raised in a household of six because my mom just let everybody in and took in all her nieces and nephews and everything else. So I'm grateful for it. Unfortunate um, for how I grew up, but it's just crazy as a, as a child, thinking back to how young I was, how early on I noticed like the differences in class and in money and in culture and like I knew certain things not to talk to my white friends at school about because they would never understand you know what the fuck I was dealing with in a black household like period you know it's just but I was shit I left that school at 10 11 so I was super young but I knew that shit so it's just crazy it's crazy but I, I learned from my upbringing and where I feel like some things that my mom could have done um, better. My mom's like the perfect mom. Like truly she's literally the perfect mom. Um, And I get like, she's made a lot of sacrifices and I still don't know how she's raised two kids that have done very well. And the odds weren't always in their favor or our favor in the sense of, you know, where, when you look at two people, that raise a child together, kids that grow up in two parent households. Um, and then their outcome is a lot different than someone who raised two girls in a single house, you know, and we, we've gotten a lot of that too. It's like, Oh, your kids are doing da da da. it's like, okay, well, what are your kids doing? And it's like, because they're two parent household, they were given everything like so much that they kind of, Enables you sometimes handicaps that handicaps you sometimes if you don't know how to use those resources in a way that's beneficial. Um, so I don't know how to work for them when when you're not getting it no more. I'm super thankful for my childhood because I didn't have an awful childhood. I didn't have you know, but we struggled. I know what struggle looks like. There was a lot of times when we didn't struggle that we you know, but we did struggle, and I'm thankful for that because I felt like it or I feel like it did shape me into who I am today, and I can handle when something isn't the picture that I thought that it should be, because I know I have to work that much harder. Like hard work just runs in my family. I've been working since I was 14. I know what work ethic looks like. And it's, you know, free cheese, nothing but what free cheese comes in traps is what they say. So I have never heard of that in my life. Yep, they say free free cheese only comes in traps. Basically, you know, if you're looking for a handout, you know that shit is that makes a lot of sense though. Yeah, I'm glad I heard it. Free cheese only comes in traps, and ain't nothing free. And that comes from you know you entrepreneurs out there that you know feel the need to lower your prices and you know have to be what's what am I trying to say like I know sometimes with black owned businesses we think that we can because I've I've seen it myself like where it comes to hairdressers it's like damn she charged you girl you charge how much how can you do these for you know 75 or you know we always want to do that with us but you don't walk in Chanel and be like that bag is how much well can y'all give it to me for you know da 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 you know there are places where that exists but just know that it's okay to hold yourself to a certain standard because you have worked hard or at least you see your vision and stay the course. And that's in any way, 
whether you're struggling, you're a child, and you're like, oh my God, don't let your circumstances um, dictate your future, basically, is what I'm saying. Because there's too much, especially now, like, we had what? You remember when we used to go to the libraries in school and you know, that we had to look at encyclopedias and dictionaries, and we had to create a paper out of a freaking encyclopedia. You have, there's just too much information out here at our fingertips to where we, some of us still have this crippled mindset. It's just too much access out here. And, you know, just don't let your circumstances determine your future because that's where you become a victim and that's that mentality that will keep you stuck and then you start to really blame everybody else for your situation and I'm telling you I know some celebrities they say the same thing and it sounds like oh that's so you know what do you call it that's just they're just saying that but it really is true you can do anything you want to do you can do anything you want to do look at Trump he's president so absolutely i mean i'm just saying like when what's the day that i would think somebody like trump would be president that's a stretch but i'm just saying like you literally can do what you want to do yep so all right well it has been real anything else that we're missing i feel like i don't want to wrap up if there's something else that we've been missing because i know we've been covered we've covered like so much um continuing from part one yes it it is long we had to break it up for y'all it's just too long you know (laughs) um (laughs) i hope y'all listen to that now that's one thing i would want to say is i hope y'all be listening to the whole episode talking about game of thrones uh fans not our fan base hopefully our fan base listens to our full episodes hey even if y'all listen to five minutes i'm grateful keep us in rotation girl well or guy before we can actually get a qualified view hold on for at least 10 minutes but um oh is that true i haven't researched that oh but i know on instagram if you um view a video for like three seconds it has to be like three or longer you get the view but if you just like scroll people that have that's why you get people that have like 50 likes but they only have like 30 views because people either just they can double tap it and swipe up but if you watch it for third three seconds or longer it that'll count as what they consider a view i felt the need to say that i don't know why but it's important information for somebody who's trying to get their engagement up (laughs) ig hacks ig hacks yes all right no i like the way you ended that you know inspirational it's gonna help me get through the rest of my week and i'm preaching to myself which is what y'all don't understand i am preaching to myself when i say all these things my gosh it's not easy because me and mia we got some more things up our sleeve we do we do stay tuned for that um our sleeves and get to work all right well thanks y'all for tuning in till next time bye If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe to the Black Coffee and Tea podcast available now on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. And if you want to be a part of the BCT fam, make sure you follow us on Instagram at BCT Podcast. Until next time.